Welcome to RevMD, the podcast all about medical billing. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Signorelli. Join us as we break down the ins and outs of medical billing, discuss the latest trends, and also share insights to help you and your practice navigate the world of healthcare finances. Welcome back to another week of the RevMD podcast. This week, we're going to talk about smoking cessation counseling and the CPTs that go along with this. So we're going to talk about these few add-on codes as a way for you to not only benefit your patients, but also capture a little bit extra revenue, especially if you're already doing the work. We all know as physicians and healthcare providers that it is extremely important to make sure we're educating our patients, helping them sm- to stop smoking should they you know, desire to. There are hundreds of thousands of people that die every year related to smoking-related illnesses. So we all know why. And today we're going to talk about the how. So first and foremost, there are uh, coverage requirements for Medicaid, for Medicare, and for commercial payers to expand and pay for tobacco cessation coverage. So that is an option. This is an option for multiple different payers. So let's talk about the CPTs. So 99406 is the intermediate CPT code for tobacco cessation counseling. This is kind of what's called the intermediate counseling type of CPT code. And so this is for visits that have counseling that is greater than three minutes, but not more than 10 minutes. And the other CPT code is 99407. And this is what's called intensive counseling for smoking cessation. And that is for greater than 10 minutes. Now, there is a group counseling code 99078, which is for group counselings for patients with symptoms or established illness. And that is another thing that you could use for this type of group smoking cessation programs. It's important to note that within your note, right? So if you've got a patient, say, say you're doing an ENM visit and you are also then counseling on top of the ENM visit for smoking cessation that you're going to want to really document that time. So if it's less than three minutes that you spend speaking about this, then you can't really bill on top of it. And it's considered counseling as part of the ENM service. Now, if it's greater than three minutes in between that three to 10 minutes, you can use that 99406. If it's greater than 10 minutes, that's when you'd use the 99407. The one caveat to this is if you are billing as a time based, so if you're using time to qualify your ENM code, you won't be able to add on this code on top of that. So that's important to recognize. Now, if you're doing an ENM code and you're dropping it based on MDM, and then you also spend, say, seven minutes talking about smoking cessation, you can bill for that on top of it with a modifier 25. It is important to recognize that there are important ICD-10 codes that you're going to want to use for billing and kind of describing what's going on with your patient. So there are F codes, which are actually part of the mental behavioral disorder category. And the F17 codes are used if a patient is dependent on tobacco. And then there are Z codes. So again, we're talking about ICD-10 codes. We're talking about diagnosis. The Z codes are 
if there is no dependence on tobacco. Now, of course, the Z codes cannot be combined with, say, the F- F-17 ICD-10 codes. Those you're not going to want to put together. They're kind of one or the other. And there's a whole list of these. There's even some maternal tobacco use and newborn exposure codes, which start with 099. So it's really important that you really document both in your chart and with the ICD-10 codes, the story of what's going on with the patient. So you're going to want to sit down and make sure that when you are providing this counseling, that you have certain criteria that must be met. And this is all happening at the time of service. Number one, the patient uses tobacco. Of course, this makes sense, right? You've got to use tobacco in order to try and tell you to get off tobacco. So now, regardless of whether or not they have signs or symptoms or any sort of tobacco-related illness, the patient has to use tobacco. So you're going to want to put that as part of one of your ICD-10 codes. You're going to want to explain that within the medical chart itself. Of course, the patient must be competent and alert at the time of counseling, and that counseling is furnished by a qualified physician or other recognized practitioner. Other things that you're going to want to have documented as part of your counseling service is you're going to, number one, want to assess the patient's readiness for change. That can be part of, you know, the discussion, right? I mean, once you, you know, you ha- you ask the questionnaire, do you, you know, do you smoke, right? On your, your health questionnaire that, you know, we all kind of answer when we're seeing a physician. So once a patient has said, okay, yes, I use tobacco, then you've got to assess the patient's readiness for change. You're going to then address any barriers to change or, or why they would potentially avoid smoking or, or avoid, you know, stopping to smoke. And you're going to want to put in the note that you're advising the patient to make behavior changes and want to be able to be specific about even suggested methods or interventions that are going to help them quit using those tobacco products. Other things that you can provide, whether that be as you know, part of a pamphlet or part of the education you speak about is things like support groups or certain quit lines or nicotine replacement therapy, you know, the things like the patches and the gums and the lozenges and all that stuff. So all of those things are going to be something that you need to discuss and kind of put into your clinical note. Some important things to remember are that you aren't going to be able to report both a 99406 at the same time as a 99407, which makes sense, right? Because one is three to 10 minutes, one is over 10 minutes. So you're not going to want to put both. They're not additive. And you're also not going to want to report either of these if it's less than three minutes of service. So that's going to be, you know, just wrapped up into whatever other service that you are going to perform. Now, if you are doing another EM visit, then th- that's where you're going to be using that modifier 25. And if you're doing, you know, another session or procedure, like say a psychotherapy, if you're in the mental health world, then that may be a time where you use a modifier 59. And the other thing to note is that Medicare is only going to cover two attempts to quit smoking per year. Now, each of those attempts may include up to four intermediate or four intensive sessions. So again, the intermediate is the 99406. That's the three to 10 minutes. Intensive is the 99407. That's greater than 10 minutes. And Medicare will pay up to a total benefit coverage of up to eight sessions in a 12-month period. So important to kind of really understand those two things, right? So two attempts, each attempt may include 
a maximum of four intermediate or four intensive sessions, up to eight sessions in a 12-month period. It will be important that, say, you're not the only physician or healthcare provider taking care of that patient, that you'll want to have some understanding of a beneficiary's previous service levels that they've received in the last 12 months so that you aren't providing services that won't be covered. So it's important to understand if they've had this type of smoking counseling before, you'll want to understand that so that if you are going over that eight session limit in a 12-month period, that it may be denied. Now, of course, commercial payers may have different rules in terms of what they will cover, but many of the commercial payers are covering some level of smoking cessation counseling. It just determines based on their plan and the payer whether or not and how many of those uh, sessions they will cover. Let's review again the things that you're going to want to put in regards to documentation. So again, you're going to want to use the appropriate ICD-10 codes, and you're going to want to get as specific as possible with regards to telling the story, You know whether they're asymptomatic or symptomatic, whether they're dependent, et cetera, whether they're pregnant, whether there's you know exposure to an unborn child. All of those things are really laid out within the ICD-10 codes. And so you're going to want to pick the right ones because that is going to help show that these are medically necessary counseling sessions. So some of the items that should be documented in your medical record are going to be the patient's willingness to quit. Are, you know, do they want to quit? Are they willing to quit? Are they open to counseling? Then you're going to want to just provide, you know, what was discussed during the counseling. How much time did you spend? And don't round up. Don't just keep rounding up. I spent 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Be specific. I spent seven minutes. I spent eight minutes. I spent four minutes. And you'll want to also really outline the tobacco use that they're doing, you know, how often, what product, et cetera. You're going to want to outline the advice that you gave in order to help the patient quit and the impact of smoking that could you know, harm the patient. Put that into the medical record. You're going to want to provide, you know, again, get specific around the methods or types of things that you are suggesting in order to help stop smoking. If you do discuss any sort of medication management, you'll want to talk about that in the note. It's really important that you try and set a quit date with the patient, one, for the patient, and two, that does help, you know, kind of show your case that you are doing a specific attempt to quit smoking with the patient. And then you're going to talk about follow-up and you're going to talk about any sort of resources that you provide to the patient. And again, when you think about those ICD-10 codes, remember that the F-17 codes are used if the patient is dependent on tobacco. And those Z codes are used if there is not a dependence on the tobacco. Say it's just socially or they're just doing you know, smoking occasionally. And that typically you're not going to use both the Z codes in combination with an F-17 code because one is about dependency and one's not. So can't be both. It's one or the other. All right, let's give a example. So example number one, we've got a 54-year-old female with history of depression who's currently in remission who presents to the clinic for a follow-up visit. The patient is actually well-managed, no major concerns, continuing her medication, and you find out that she's also smoking a half pack per day. So you spend five minutes asking her about her reasons to quit, providing education, maybe even sitting down and, and really getting a quit date and working through a plan so that she can stop smoking. But she states, say the patient states that, you know, she's not really interested. She doesn't want to quit, not ready for that. 
you can still bill for that. So you say you spend five minutes of that and you drop a 99213 for the level three office visit. And then because you've documented five minutes of smoking counseling, then you would be able to do a 99406 and uh, use a modifier 25. So this is an example of being able to have a level three exam and then be able to, on top of that, bill for the smoking counseling session that you did. So again, this is a great way to add income to your practice and add on codes, especially when you're having these conversations anyway. So again, what did we talk about today? So we talked about 99406 and 99407, which are counseling sessions to help patients quit smoking. 99406 is the intermediate code, and that's three to 10 minutes. 99407 is the intensive code, and that's greater than 10 minutes. If it's less than three minutes, you are not going to bill for it. And Medicare has very specific guidelines in terms of how many sessions they will pay per year. So it's important for whether it's you or it's you and other physicians to make sure that whoever's the care team for the patient in your office or out out of your office, that you're not going over that limit of eight per year. And that if you are doing an ENM code and one of these codes, right, you're not going to use both. You're not going to, you're going to pick 99406 or 99407. And if you've got the ENM code, you're going to want to make sure that that modifier 25 is on the ENM code. Obviously, you have to make sure that if they are there, that that's not the only reason that they're there. Obviously, you would not be able to bill for an ENM with a modifier 25 because we all remember modifier 25 is all about being significant and separately identifiable. So say they're there for a hypertensive checkup, you've got an ENM code with a modifier 25, and you also talk about smoking or cessation counseling, and then it's based on time. The other thing to remember is if you are billing your ENM code based on time, you're not going to want to drop one of these as well. So you're going to want to bill on the ENM based on, on MDM, so based on complexity, and then you can use the one of these time codes. The other thing to remember is that you've got to get specific when it comes to those ICD-10 codes. So again, those F-17 ICD-10 codes are all about dependence. Then you've got the Z codes and then really want to put in your clinical note, really the story around, okay, what are they using? How often are they using? What did you discuss? Did you pick a quick date? What resources did you give them? When are you going to follow up? Really tell that story within the chart, and then you'll be able to get these codes and hopefully get them paid. Again, commercial payers are a little hit and miss in terms of how many numbers of sessions they'll pay for, et cetera. So you may want to double check that before billing for it as part of your eligibility review. But again, this is another way to add 15, 30 bucks per CPT code when you are seeing these patients and billing for it anyway. Hopefully this helps and have a great rest of your weekend. 